The following content previously aired on Green Mountain Mornings. You can listen to the show live with me, your host, Olga Peters, every weekday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 100.3 FM and a.m. 1490. This is Green Mountain Mornings on 100.3 FM, a.m. 1490. I am your host, Olga Peters, 37 minutes past the top of the hour, and welcome Peter Elwell, town manager for the town of Brattleboro. How you doing? I'm doing great, Olga. How about you? I am doing great, and I have to say, I am looking forward to hearing about this vote that happened last night at the select board. Three to one vote. The board approved putting the 1% local option tax on the ballot for town meeting. So they haven't approved the tax. They've approved putting it on the ballot for town meeting to then vote on. That's right. So it'll be um, on the the warning for the representative oh, town meeting. Ballot, sorry. Yeah, yes, yeah, no, that, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's early yet. Um, so, yeah, um, but I, I, I make that distinction only because um, they actually did have some conversation about whether it ought to be a town-wide vote or a um, town meeting vote. Mm. And um, there have been times in the past when this was considered and they um, boards actually did both in the same year, mm-hmm. uh, where it was non-binding at the town meeting ballot, uh, and then it would have been a binding action, or was a binding action, at representative town meeting. Um, the board gave a little bit of consideration to that last night and agreed that you know the, the action under the statutes needs to be taken at representative town meeting, and they want to place the question directly before that group. Mm-hmm. So it basically means we have between now and March to have our discussions and and vet whether or not this is good for the town. Absolutely. And this will be the seventh time. I was going to ask you. I'm losing count. <laughs> seventh, seventh time since the turn of the millennium. Um, so, you know, it's been a very, really active issue in Brattleboro mm-hmm. over the years. Um, and um, I think the, you know, sort of impact, potential impact of it is probably pretty well known in the community. But it is time now, again, for the community to have the conversation. Um, the majority that voted for this and wants town meeting to consider it, and frankly, based on their um, comments last night, wants town meeting to approve it, mm-hmm. um, is is looking at the um, very significant constraints we have as a municipality in Vermont on ways we can raise revenue mm-hmm. to support services other than through the property tax. We're so heavily dependent on the property tax. We've talked here before about that's particularly true as a regional economic hub. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can have further conversation about that another time. But um, but any municipality is constrained to having most of its revenue come from the property tax. And so um, given that we do have some special regional burdens that we bear, um, the, the board is really interested in having you know, renewed consideration of this opportunity to collect over $600,000 a year in revenue. Uh, the estimate is between six hundred dollars and $650,000 a year of revenue some of which certainly will be paid by Brattleboro residents who are shopping in Brattleboro. But, uh, you know, much of it would be paid by folks who are visiting town or folks who live in the neighboring communities but do their shopping in Brattleboro. Mm -hmm. Um, And another point that was made by the um, majority was that there's a a lot of exemptions on the sales tax in Vermont. So, um, you know, there's, there's a board that has spent a lot of time and concentrated effort on ensuring that the decisions they make are compassionate. And there was some real clear consideration last night of believing that this will not have a negative impact upon lower income families, mm-hmm. um, that, that the, to the degree that people are um, already impacted by the 6% tax and making some other choices, maybe going to New Hampshire or whatever they're doing, limited um, expenditures, um, this really, this seventh 
cent on the sales tax shouldn't have a significant impact there because the basic staples, medicines, most clothing, um, you know, some, some food items, there's quite a lot of different things that are um, already not subject to this tax. That, you said food items. That's one thing I've been curious about. Does it, it, I know it includes prepared food items. So if you go and you get like a brownie from, right. from a downtown cafe, but does it include like groceries? So I, if, I don't believe it includes the staples. And honest, uh, honestly, at, at this early stage of the conversation, um, I'm, I'm not the expert in exactly what it covers and what it doesn't. And so that's something we all should take a careful look at mm -hmm. as this conversation unfolds. Um, the board made a, po a point last night of saying, they wanted this to get started now mm -hmm. um, so that there was plenty of notice for the public. The public can continue to come to, to select board meetings and address this issue under public participation in the months ahead uh, between now and town meeting. And certainly we expect there to be an active conversation in, in the community among the town meeting reps with the people of the town. And that's a really great point because as I keep hammering home, now is the time to get involved with the budget. Um, remind folks... They can go to the select board meetings yes. for public participation if they want to talk about this. But what are some ways for people who are shy, who can't get to the <laughs> meetings, what are other ways they can have their voice heard? Sure. Um, they can write to the town. Um, if, if people want to write to me and make clear that it's a budget comment that they want shared with the select board, that's fine. My, my email is p-e-l-w-e-l-l -L -L at brattleboro.org. Um, love to hear from folks in the community about things that they're seeing or concerned about or have a good idea about. Um, and so that certainly applies here on the budget. Um, if, if folks want to communicate in that way, um, you know, a, a letter that's dropped off at, at, or mailed to us at, at the municipal center addressed to the select board will obviously be distributed to the select board. Um, those are probably the, the, the best ways. There's also um, contact information for individual select board members on the town's website if people want to communicate with a particular member as opposed to sending some message into the board. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how this conversation goes forward because some neighboring towns like Dover and Wilmington have instituted the 1% option tax quite a few years ago. But of course, they have they're, they're interesting because they're hub towns in different ways mm -hmm. because of the ski areas. Correct. Um, and so they bring in, I mean, the population during a holiday weekend in Dover and Wilmington can double or triple. Right. Um, and so it's been really good for them, uh, but it will be interesting to see how people feel it would work for Brattleboro. Right. And so... Um you know, one, one of the um, factors there that would distinguish at least how the select board hopes that this will be instituted um, compared to um, at least I know how it's done in Wilmington and I believe it similarly in Dover, there they adopted the 1% local option sales tax and it had a specific purpose for it in mm -hmm. mind. that The revenue will come in, it'll go to a specific fund, it'll be used for a specific purpose. The select board last night gave very explicit consideration to that and said, what we want to do is property tax relief. We're mm. concerned that 86% of the money that we raise each year to support the services that are needed and desired by the community um, has to come out of the, the, the pockets of property owners and renters who are paying you know, through their rent mm -hmm. um, um, the property taxes that their landlords are paying. And so um, given that burden and given the challenges that we have related to affordable housing, and by that I mean not just affordable for lower income, but affordable sort of at all levels yeah. of um, ability to pay. Um, we recognize that as a challenge in our community and um, the board wants to address it at least in part this way 
Um, this tax, by raising that $600,000, would actually reduce the property tax burden by about five and a half cents on mm. the tax rate. Um, and in this particular year, that means that um, instead of an increase that would be greater than a three cent increase, we'd actually have on the order of a two cent decrease. Um, and mm -hmm. so, um, again, lots to talk about here, lots of different aspects to it about how any individual household might be affected. Um, certainly the business community will weigh in. Um, there's been actually really interesting history there over the years with the multiple times this has been considered. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes the business community has been split, actually. We've had business leaders who think this is an important part of funding town government and others who are concerned that it might have a negative impact on local businesses. And so um, that'll all be part of the discussion in the weeks ahead. And is there a place, the numbers you just rattled off, is there a place on the town website people can find those numbers? Absolutely. So the um, the backup materials that have been supplied to the um, select board for the various budget meetings. We're about a third of the way through the budget process. We've had budget meetings every Tuesday night um, during November, and uh, we'll continue that up, up through the middle of December, take a little break for the holidays, and then um, have some additional budget consideration in January. Um, and every, every one of those meetings, the budget materials have um, been placed on the town's website. Um, if you go to the, the homepage at brattleboro.org, over on the right-hand side, there's a, um, a column labeled News, and mm -hmm. the top item is the proposed FY20 budget. Click on that, and it, it'll take you to the page that has all the different budget-related documents. And folks can see you know, the proposed budget in great detail there, as well as some of these summary documents. Uh, well, Peter, that, that's very intriguing. I mean bringing down the the tax rate by 5.5 percent could right 5.5 cents cents so we always we, it's always a little tricky to um keep that straight um we're at about a dollar 22 right now um so each penny is a little less than one percent mm -hmm. but um so 5.5 5.5 cents or a little less than five percent okay yep. Thank, that's where i i did the little switchy <laughs> mathy thingy there um now, what about the capital long-term projects and how we're funding those? What's happening there? Yeah, um, we're really pleased with the progress we're making on the equipment side. So there's the, the two separate parts of capital funding. And um, this was the year when we actually have been able to complete the effort that we undertook years ago um, to do two important things. Um, one is to fund um, a million dollars worth of investment in capital, both, mm -hmm. both projects and equipment. Um, with real-time cash, the, the money that we're collecting this year, a million dollars of that, um, we'll collect about $17.5 million, and a million dollars of that will be devoted to capital expenditures. Um, that's up from about $350,000 four or five years ago. Um, we had a fairly significant period of time of underinvestment in our mm -hmm. capital needs. We're catching up to that, but we're doing a decent job of catching up to that. We're pleased with the progress that we're making, even though we know there's a long way to go. On the equipment side, it's easier to be methodical mm -hmm. um, because the expenses, each individual expense is less, and they're also much more predictable expenses in terms of the you know, likely life cycle of a vehicle. Mm -hmm. And so um, we've developed a plan where, um, for instance, everything from you know, the, the uh, Zamboni at the ice rink for th that has a 30-year life to it, and then the, the big fire engines, you know, 20 years and 25-year life, um, down to the um, police cruisers that take a real beating and need to be um, replaced on a five-year cycle. And then everything else, in, you know, all the other pieces of equipment that we, we have um, are identified and put on a calendar in, in between those, those time frames. 
the upshot of that is that we've been able to now sort of verify our need to invest in equipment is about three quarters of a million dollars a year. Mm -hmm. For point of reference on that, the last two years we've actually been over a million dollars. This year we're proposing only about a half a million dollars because we're investing more of our capital money into projects this year. Um, but that, that three quarters of a million dollars represents a, a fair representation of about average for the recent years. Um, but we would keep it much more steady, much more predictable, and um, have fewer peaks and valleys in the in impact on taxes. Now, what about a concern I hear from the community is that um, the town wants everything new when it comes to its equipment, and it's buying things sooner than it needs to, and we could save money if we just didn't buy uh, a new police cruiser every five years. Sure. I hear that, too, and I would sincerely urge folks to come out and see our equipment take take a walk with us um it, it is a commonly held um, misconception i would suggest um we just don't do that what it, it is important for us to replace things before they fail mm -hmm. so um you know it in a household situation where you you know nurse as much as you can out of your car until your car just won't go anymore and now it's time to go get another um there's lots of opportunities to go out and buy a car. Mm -hmm. Obtaining a dump truck or obtaining a fire truck is a longer term, more complicated <laughs> undertaking. Um, and, and they're providing essential services to the community. And so um, we also find that in those later years, if you, you know, have a piece of equipment all the way until it fails, um, those later years, the maintenance expenses are very significant in order to keep the vehicles on the road and performing their services. So there's a sweet spot where, you know, you definitely don't replace it just out of convenience, but you need to replace it before it becomes a problem. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what we've tried to do. For instance, the dump trucks um, have a, a 10 to 15 year life. Some of them actually have the longer because of their, their more heavy duty. Um, no dump truck in our fleet is expected to have less than a 10 year life. Um, we also, as we have in the past, we, we, in the future, we wouldn't just, now that we've got this schedule, we wouldn't just automatically replace something because its time has come on the schedule, um, but it gives us a, a way to plan effectively for when we think we're going to need to reinvest in things. And we're just about out of time. So quickly, what's happening with the health insurance? It's, mm -hmm. It looks like it's going up, and is that putting pressure on the budget? It is indeed. Um, this was a year, actually, when we thought we'd be able to propose a budget, we the staff, um, and bringing it forward for select board consideration and then on to town meeting. We thought we'd be able to propose a budget that would actually have a smaller tax increase than the, the increases of the last couple of years. We were looking on something on the order of two to two and a half uh, pennies for this, and instead we're at about three and a half pennies, a little greater than that. Um, prior to the discussion about the <laughs> one cent local option. And, and the reason for that is entirely a um, very significant increase in health insurance that's, that's being caused by two things. One is the, the hardening of the broader market. Health insurance in general is going up by more this year than in recent years. Mm. Um, and our particular claims experience for our relatively small group um, was poor this past year, which is unfortunate for the town's budget. It's even more unfortunate for town employees and their families, uh, but we had several major claims that um, caused Blue Cross to um, present the town with a very significant increase this year. So our health insurance costs in total for Blue Cross and for the other component pieces of this are going up by a little over 11%. Wow. And that alone is driving the about a third of the increase in the cost of the town government for the next year. Peter Elwell, town manager for the town of Brattleboro, thank you for coming in today. Thank you, Olga.
The preceding content originally aired on Green Mountain Mornings. The program airs every weekday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 100.3 FM and AM 1490. More podcasts are available on our SoundCloud page, WKVT Radio.